Shalom everybody, we are continuing with Likutei Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of the blessings of giving thanks, Birkat Hoda'ah, discourse number 6, paragraph 16. Uh, at this point, even though Rav Nosen was until now in the middle of opening up the whole idea of Avram Avinu in the Parsha of Lech Lecha, and it continues even the Parsha's coming up, and we will see... In the next section, 17, 18, Rav Nosen will go into Yitzchak and Yaakov and Esav, etc. For some reason, Rav Nosen decides at this point to go off-tangent into elaborating, expounding, opening up a verse from Shir HaShirim. Uh, how Rav Nosen worked is that he was living the Likutei Moran. He was learning a lesson in Likutei Moran, learning the code of Jewish law, trying to enlighten one to the other, and in the meantime, whatever was happening in Rav Nosen's life at the time, he would integrate it and incorporate it into his insights in his learning the Likutei Moran. So, for example, at this point, Rav Nosen in his life was going through Parshat Lech Lecha and the Parshas of Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov, and he found connections to the ideas that he was developing based on Likutei Moran Lesson 24. So it could be Rav Nosen on, Friday, on a Friday in this time in his life, he was in Shira Shirim, and he was enlightened by this amazing verse. Because the insight here is truly amazing, Rav Nosen points out. So, Rav Nosen says like this. It's connected again to Lesson 24. It could be the ideas that he brought up with Avram Avinu led him to discover this. We don't know. Because again, Rav Nosen is working with a high level of Ruach HaKodesh, Baruch Hashem. Um, but still, there's an amazing insight Rav Nosen opens up in Shir Shirim, which fits in amazingly and perfectly in Lesson 24. And the concepts mentioned until now of the Simcha needed to perceive the infinite light. So he says like this, This is the meaning of the verse from the very beginning of the book of Shira Shirim, Song of Songs by King Solomon, chapter 1, verse 4. Look at this, this is amazing. Heviyani Hamelech Chadarav. The word Heviyani. The king has brought me, Lavi, Lavo, has allowed me to enter, to come into his chambers. So the Mitsuda Davi, Mitsuda Tzion points out that this can be in present tense. Or past tense, a future tense, sorry. Future or past. Heviyani is that the king ha- has brought me, allowed me to enter in the past, or the king will allow me to enter into his chambers. Rav Nosen points out immediately, like the commentaries bring out, that this is referring to the chambers, the rooms. Heviyani HaMelech Chadarav. Hashem has allowed me to come into his rooms. This is referring to the rooms of the Holy Temple. Shenam Beit HaMikdash. Right? And then the, the verse continues, Nagila We will rejoice and delight in you. So the commentaries say that, that I was zochet to be in the holy temple. This brings me joy in the present. In other words, what was in the past. But since they said also referring to the future, it's that I, wa- I await the third temple. The king will bring me again to enter into his chambers, his rooms of his holy temple. That brings me joy even now. Rav Nosen now explains it in that context, that the joy, the end of the Pasuk, is a prerequisite for what's going to be. There's joy, the joy is due to what's coming up, but it's still the joy is first proceeding and then coming to the rooms of Hashem's temple. Watch. 
Okay, so again, Vezev Yane Melech Adarav, Hashem has brought me, the king has brought me to his rooms, referring to the holy temple, and I will rejoice in you. So Vodosan says like this, Chadarav, the rooms of the holy temple, Bechinat Tisha Hechalin Anizkarim Laem. This refers to the nine chambers mentioned above in lesson 24. We touched upon it a little, that when a person is on a run, it through during the mitzvot of joy, he reaches the highest capacity of his intellect, which is perceiving the nine chambers, right? And the nine chambers allow him to perceive the infinite light. And the making of the nine chambers to perceive the infinite light is a bounce backwards, because I cannot perceive the infinite light itself, only if I'm bounced back, creating the nine chambers, and from the nine chambers I can perceive what's called the tenth chamber, which is referring to the infinite light himself. Hashem's essence, as if, as if to say, but in the format of reaching and not reaching. All this Rabbi Nachman explains in Lesson 24. But the bottom line is that I cannot fathom and perceive directly the infinite light. It has to be through these nine chambers, which are created by being bounced back. So look what he says. So the Chadarav, uh, these are the nine chambers mentioned above in lesson 24 of the Kutim that I merited come to form the nine chambers the nine rooms which are referring to the nine rooms of the holy temple through Nagila Venis, because I'm happy, Nagila Venis, I'm happy in you, Hashem, in serving you. I value the mitzvah that you let me do. I value the tefillin, I value the tzitzit, I value the Rabbeinu Tam tefillin, the Kriyat Shema, the going to the mikveh, the, the, the mitzvah, the tzedakah, the Torah study, the chumash, the brachot that I say, the brit milah, the tzitzit, the peyot, the beard, the kippah, everything that you let me do, Hashem, I'm so happy rejoicing in you, because this, this is what I know I'm going to take with me. This is all I have that lasts with me from this world. Right? So I'm happy in you, Hashem, in the mitzvah you allow me to do. It allows me to perceive and come to the nine chambers. I'm able to form the nine chambers. The king has allowed me to come to his rooms, his chambers, because of the happiness. Amazing. Aaron Hashem explains it. Now that's not all. This is the rooms that I'm allowed to come into. The verse says, right? King Solomon saying, Hashem has brought me into the chambers of the Holy Temple, like the commentaries say, right? But there's one chamber, the tenth one, which I am not allowed to enter. Heviani, the king can bring me technically, if I'm a regular Kohen, there's one room that I can't enter whenever I want, even if I was a regular Kohen. Okay, so look what he says. This is now, though, the, the following is the idea of the Holy of Holies, which is called the Tenth Level of Holiness. If you look in the Mishnah there, the first chapter in Masechet Kelim. Okay, so the Mishnah Chet and Mishnah Tet. Mishnah Tet really finishes it off. The Mishnah there elaborate the Ten Levels of Holiness found in the Holy Land. They say there's the Holy Land, and within the Holy Land there's ten levels of holiness. Eretz Yisrael is not the first level. It's starting what's, whatever takes place in the Holy Land. Because the, the Holy Land has been benefited with ten levels of holiness, of, of Dargot. Most of them being in Yerushalayim and in the Temple. Okay, So the, 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 the Mishnah enumerates nine of the nine stages of holiness found, for example, in the Temple. Where the last one, number nine, is up to the Holy of Holies. And number 10 
is called Kodesh Kodashim. The ten levels of holiness, number ten being the Holy of Holies. Okay? So that's what the Mishnah says there in Kalim, uh, chapter 1, Mishnah 9. And that that chamber, Kodesh Kodashim, she beval yavo, I'm not allowed to enter. On one hand, the verse said, The king has brought me to enter his chambers, but there's one chamber I, I, I have a pro- prohibition of Beval Yavo. I cannot enter. Like the verse says about that chamber of Holy Holies in Vaikarat, right? Chapter uh, 16, verse 20. It's Parshat Acharimot. It says there, if you remember, on, on the whole devotion and work of the Kohen Gadol of Aharon on, on Yom Kippur. It says, And he, Aharon, shall not come any time into the Holy, referring to the Holy of Holies in that case, of the Holy of Holies. He's allowed to come whenever he wants. It's only one specific day of the year, Yom Kippur. Only the next verse there, verse number 3, that was verse 2 in chapter 16. Verse number 3 now says, Bezot yavo when, With this, which is referring to the Ktoret, on one day of the year, on Yom Kippur, is Aaron allowed to enter the Holy of Holies? And he enters that on that day, four times he goes into the Holy of Holies. First time to offer the Ktoret, the second for the first sacrifice, the third for the second sacrifice, and the fourth to take out the vessels of the Ktoret that were, that were in there the whole all along with the smoke. Of the of the the chain of smoke that was coming emitting from the Ktorit. that's the only time the Kohen Gadol is allowed to come in. And but other than that, it's called Al Yavo. You're not allowed to enter the Holy of Holies. So there's ten chambers. Of them nine, there is technically access every day when the Beit Hamikdash was standing. Okay, it's true by specific people. You have to be a Kohen and you have to be a pure Kohen. Fine, but it was accessible. Those are the nine chambers. Number ten was, and the Torah calls it Al Yavo. Beval Yavo has a prohibition of not coming in. As opposed to what it says in the verse, Heviyani Amelech, the, the Pring has brought me to his chambers. The one chamber I'm not allowed to go into <laughs> is the tenth one, the Holy of Holies. Okay, what's the idea? I know someone wants to point out here. Because the, the verse in Shashem is, is hinting to one thing, and the Holy of Holies is hinting to another thing. When he says, So like we said, through the joy of doing mitzvot, I'm able to perceive and to fathom and to connect to the nine chambers. Fine. But there's one chamber that I cannot fathom, even if I do the mitzvot besimcha. And that's the Holy of Holies, which watch, watch, watch what it corresponds to. On this on the specific day of Yom Kippur, am I allowed to go on the, the Kohen Gadol specifically on that day? The Hechal, which is the chamber right before the Holy of Holies, where the menorah was, and the, the golden altar, and the, the showbread, the Lechem Apanim, he, Kedushat Shi'it, in the levels listed in the Mishnah there in Kelim, Masechet Kelim, chapter 1, Mishnah 8 and Mishnah 9, the ninth level of holiness, if you count them, the last one, the maximum, is the Heichal, which is that antechamber right before the Holy of Holies. Kisham, and it's, and it's called the ninth level of holiness, but it also includes the other eight underneath it. Kisham nichlalina tisha heichalina nizkarim le'em. It's called the ninth level of holiness, but includes in it all the other eight. So it's, it's an inclus- inclusion of all the eight chambers mentioned above. Umisham ve'elach, but from that point 
on Asul Avo. There's no Heviyani Amelech. I'm, I'm not allowed to enter the, the, the tenth level of holiness, the tenth room, which is the Holy of Holies. Ki'im only through rectifying what's called the crown, the keter. This Rabbi Nachman discusses in Lesson 24. What's the concept of the keter? It is the bouncing back of the mind when it's pursuing to perceive Hashem and godliness. The, the mind is purposely bounced back, which creates the nine chambers, and that is done in order to organize and settle and structure the mind. And only by being bounced back can you from far, from the bounce, perceive what's in the tenth room, the Holy of Holies, the infinite light? This is the idea of Yom Kippurim, the Yom Kippur, which is the tenth day counting from Rosh Hashanah, the tenth day of repentance, the beginning of the month of Tishrei, which is called the rectification of the concept of the Keter, as is known, this the Arizal goes into in Priyat Chaim, the chapter on Yom Kippur, chapter 5, in the beginning there, in, the, in his explanation on the, the gate of the day of Yom Kippur. It's called Keter. We go up to the Keter. So Yom Kippur is Keter. Holy of Holies, the only day you're allowed to enter is on the day of Yom Kippur, which is Keter. So it serves, 1 plus 1 is equal, that this is, this is equal to the idea of Keter. The Holy of Holies is the, is the chamber of, of Keter, which means I can't perceive what's there, unless being bounced back, not, not, not allowing to enter. So I can't enter it. Al Yavo. Where do I enter? The nine chambers. And through the nine chambers, I can perceive from far the concept which is behind the Holy of Holies, the tenth level of Kedusha, the infinite light which lays behind the Keter. The only way to perceive it is by being bounced back. And the, the nine chambers that I create, yes, to perceive, up to nine, is through doing the Mitzvot B'Simcha. <laughs> but the t- infinite light, I cannot perceive it only from far, and even then in the format of what's called Matei Vela Matei, reaching and non-reaching. This in life, Rav Nosen explains, is when you have like a zap of godliness, of a perception of Hashem in your life. Again, on a very big spiritual high, it comes and goes. You go through something, you go through major challenges in life, and you strengthen yourself. You're given as a gift a perception of God at a high level, but it's passing. It's like a, it's like a shining a, a, a feeling, an emotion, a perception, but it's taken away. Because you can't stay into it, because you'll disappear. But you're given it as a gift because you strengthen yourself to be happy and to continue going and facing your challenges and not breaking totally, but to continue going on and working on being besimcha. So you deserve, you create the nine chambers which serve as a vessel, these nine, to perceive the number ten, the infinite light, which is untouchable, but you deserve it in a way because you're holding on doing the mitzvot b'simcha, and you're also still holding on when being bounced back in life. Also, you can perceive what you can never perceive on your own, a high level which is beyond your level, but you're given a taste of it, a zap of it. Okay, so Rav said this idea of the Holy of Holies, Yom Kippur, the Keter. Okay, Valken. It's amazing how Rav is developing this, showing the comparison between the verse in Shir Sharim, what you're allowed to enter, the nine chambers to joy, and what you're not allowed to enter. You're not, that's the wording of Chazal. Bal Yavo means you're not allowed to enter, is the, is the room of, of Holy of Holies, Kodesh Kodashim. Right? 
ועל כן אסור לכנוס מההיכל ואילך לבית קודש קודשים. Therefore we see it's prohibited, it's forbidden to enter from the ninth level of holiness, the heichal, the antechamber leading to the holy holiness, ואילך onwards into the בית קודש קודשים, להשיג שם מה שישיג במקום הארון והכלובים to perceive what that which you should you must perceive in this holy place the holy of holies where the holy ark was and the kruvim on the cover of the Aaron only the Kohen Gadol and only on Yom Kippur and not only that <laughs> and also through the Ktorah, the incense, which like Rabbi Nachman quotes the verse from Mishlei, that it brings joy to the heart, because the main thing is that needed here to perceive is joy. All this, all this, you're alone, the Kyom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol, and all these restrictions, all these conditions, in order to rectify through this the Keter, which is the idea of the settling and organizing of the mind. So in other words, he goes in once a year, the Kohen Gadol, and we Jewish people as a whole experience a taste of the Kohen Gadol. This is what the Arizal explains in Shar Kavanot. When we do the Musaf of Yom Kippur, the Jewish people, we are retasting, and we go through the Avodah, and you see in the Musaf prayer, the, the re- re- repetition of the Musaf prayer on Yom Kippur, we go through the whole service of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, in, going into the Holy of Holies, right? So we taste once a year, as a, as a Jewish nation as a whole, with the Chazan and the, and the, the community and the Kahal and the, and the Minyan, etc., we're going through the devotions of the Kohen Gadol, right, entering the Holy Holies in order to activate the Tikkunim, the rectifications of the Keter, which is destruction and organization of the mind, in order that we can experience that all year round through the nine chambers that we create by being happy, that are perceivable, but by being bounced back. We're being bounced back. We create, Rav Nachman teaches Lesson 24, these nine chambers, which correspond to the nine levels of holiness of the, the of the temple, leading up to the highest room that were accessible, the ninth chamber of the Heichal, which is the antechamber of Holy of Holies. And thus, from there, from these nine levels, can we perceive the ten. But in order for the ten to be active in our life, we have the Yom Kippur devotion once a year. On Yom Kippur, we go through the the uh, the we we the recitation and the presentation of the of the work of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Okay, so we have here both happening in life in the year. Because it's specifically then, when going through the Keter, the experience of the Keter, that one can merit to perceive the infinite light. So just to summary again, By being happy, and going up and up and up in life, and then being bounced back, you perceive the nine chambers. You create nine chambers. You only perceive them once you're being bounced back. And once that happens, then it's a cup for the second stage of perceiving the infinite light. Now, to activate the infinite light, we have our Yom Kippur devotion of the Kohen Gadol, which today we don't have a Beit HaMikdash, but us as a Jewish people reciting the Parsha on Yom Kippur, it's like we're reactivating the entering of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur on that one day of the year. Why? So that the Keter does its job of giving us 
the zap of the infinite light. And we're ready to receive it because all year round, we work on doing the mitzvot b'simcha to create the nine chambers.